Welcome to another episode of Radio Rebellion Star Wars Podcast. I'm your host, Alberto Calderon, and with us is our co-host, Oti, who is back. I am back. After, I don't know, a month, a month and a half. Oti, we're finally back, even though we we came back last week. We couldn't have you. We had your, your friend and co-host. Uh, Tony was here, but... Oh, so now he's my friend? Yes, I'm, doing, yes. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, sad that I'm back. Not here, but sad that I'm back to... Yeah, you're just sad you're back in general. To, yeah. To life. To life, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, happy to, happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to have you back. Last week was a lot of fun, but again, it's always good while you're here. Got a lot to talk about today, mainly Ahsoka, or everything will be Ahsoka. There's really no big Star Wars news out there, at least official news, of course, with the strike. There's no official news out there, just people... Spouting nonsense about Skeleton Crew, no, it's canceled because it wasn't on that slate. I guess people forgot we were at 100 day strike so far. So, anyway, any Star Wars news? Something I don't know, I don't even know where to start. I haven't seen you. I, I, what are you doing? I was thinking, I don't know if it was yesterday or this morning, but I kind of miss Star Wars. Like, yeah, I was doing the hair to the empire thing, which I haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I have to correct myself. La- last time I was here, which was a while ago, I said I was reading every three weeks, it was like every like three days. Uh, <laughs> well, it made but, sense. We know that it takes you a little bit, so every three weeks kind of made sense. No, no, I, I was trying to read like every three days or so, but I, I dropped off. Not, not that it was bad, I just like stopped reading. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, I've I saw Oppenheimer. I saw, there you go. I well, saw Mar- hey, we gotta see your show because you, oh, you went on oh, Twitter. Okay, you sure. said you gotta we gotta see that show you're bringing today. Wait, wait, I gotta give you a solo. Solo layer. Well, there you go. With your Barbenheimer shirt, we has taken off, dude. I know. We talked a little bit before it came out, and I cannot say I think people just want to want to be part of this just online. But dude, yeah, it has blown up, and I guess rightfully Barbie, so. Barbie crossed the billion dollar mark, so um, pretty pretty quick. So yep, yeah, and they're both pretty good. So I'm yeah. happy they're both doing <laughs> uh, the box office. Um, but yeah, other than that, I oh, I started watching a show. I know we're not doing the uh, world between well, fandoms. We'll get yeah, to it. We're at not the end, doing but... that right now. But I've been, I've also been watching a show on Hulu, um, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, okay. It's very good. It's very, did you very just good. start or are you catching? Because right now, season three just started this past week. No, so I I started watching like a month ago. Okay, and uh, I caught up and I've watched the the only two episodes of season yeah. three. It's, it's yes, pretty good. We, we watched it, I think, last year after season two had come out, or right, right where season two was finishing. I think when, it's when we started watching it here. It's one of those staple shows that the whole family here watches. It's a f- fun light show, which yeah. I enjoy because I get like like involved in the mystery. Like, mm-hmm. first it's kind of silly, but then it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, who is Tim Kono? Like, <laughs> oh, Tim Kono, that bastard. <laughs> uh, it's a great show. I'm glad that it's back for season three, which is. And like you said, it's very silly. And season yeah. three just going on. 
It's basically watching Martin Short go wild. Yeah, know, which we gotta love. It's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorites. Um, you mentioned reading. Last week I said that thanks to the people at Star Wars The Ray Random House Books, I got an extended, an extended, an advanced copy of from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. I'm still reading it, dude. That book is so long. I got four more stories to go. I'm okay. almost done. That's four stories. I reached out to to Disney Books. Yeah. yeah. A okay. while ago and haven't heard back. So, yeah. <laughs> Some, dude, it took me like five different tries in about two years to finally get a response. And it was thanks to that interview that we started that we did with Lydia Kang that I was able to connect a little bit. Mm. But Disney Books, I'll say, I'm extremely happy that Disney Books also sent us Tales of Light and Life and Crimson Rain to review, which, you know, like you said, sometimes you need a break from Star Wars. I need a break because from a certain point of view, it's so long. So I got to start reading those, those right after. Those from a certain point of view books I really like read like over the yeah. span of a long time because I, I I don't really love them that much. Like, so they're, I was they're, gonna they're ask you've read you've read the previous ones because I haven't. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I I've read the other two. They're they're fun light reading and they're like yeah. adjacent. I know a lot of people get upset like, oh, now everyone <laughs> gets to write a story. Eh, okay, sure. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll. We're still under embargo. I think till next Tuesday or th or Wednesday, the fifteenth. So I can't say anything. I'll have my review at some point. Uh, maybe next week we'll do a. A spoiler-free review of it. I think I have it pre-ordered. I okay. I'm. A, I really want to read the Light on Life book. Like yes, that that one. I, and I have the Barnes and Noble one pre-ordered because of the Alicia Wong story. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So we'll keep reading Star Wars because Phase Three is about to start again. Hopefully, we're ready for it. All right, everyone out there, thanks for so joining us today. Thanks for being here. If it's your first time, make sure you subscribe to our channel. And if you've been here before, thank you for keep coming back and hit that like button, subscribe, comment. And when you listen to this on the audio podcast later when it releases, just give us a rating, review, all those fun stuff. And dude, which we took a bad time to go on hiatus during the summer because our last episode before we went has been our most watched episode ever, oh, like like a lot. Like, really? Like, the, the, on average. The, the, the one the, I was stuck in a closet? Yes. <laughs> go back. Go to your closet. Get out of your house. The, on average, and I don't talk numbers, but you can go on YouTube and see how many views we have. On average, you get between 40 and 60. And then I'm happy, extremely happy. 445 views, what? I think. And what then the I clipped out that 10-minute uh, spoiler-free of Rise of the Red Blade. Almost at 200 videos, just views, just that by its own. And then we went on break for a month, and now we're back to like 30 views because we lost our chance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wow. What did we talk about? Oh, it was I a Zack know, Snyder. Right? Stuff. It was because of Zack Snyder <laughs> and Rebel Moon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. All right. Dude, who's out there in the chat? Before I we love start? Batman versus Superman. So you come <laughs> watch. Okay. Who's in the chat? Who's in the chat? Let's go. Um. So. Um, we have Skywalker Academy. Dale, Dale, How's Dale, doing today. He was here like a little while ago. I think he's taking a nap for. I don't know what he said. <laughs> he does we also have Scarus Scuttlebutt podcast. Hello there, bro. Uh, Tony is in the chat. Ooh, Hi, Tony's Tony. back. Hi, Tony. What's up? 
Um, let's see. Oh, Brennan's in the chat. Remember to speculate responsibly. We will. Well, okay, no. We I speculate very irresponsibly, but I'm like the kind of person who can put my speculation yeah. in, a, in a little box and put it away. So, <laughs> but we're gonna have fun. And of course, we have Mo. Hola, primos. Hola, prima. I know she's watching the Women's World Cup, which has yeah. been very intense and very hard to watch because it's like yeah. Five the game, three the game this morning, I woke up early today, around 7, because my dogs woke me up. And okay. that that game this morning was pretty pretty intense, went all the way. Yeah, well, I, I, I wanted to, like, pay closer attention to it, but it's, like, very, very early in the morning. So <laughs> I haven't been able to be caught up with it as I wanted to. But go Spain. Yeah. Go Spain. That's my, my team right now also. All right, as we said last week, and we'll keep doing this for as long as we need to, hopefully not too long, we're going to have down there on the little crawl, whatever you want to call it, scrolling down there, all the places you can help out, reach out to help the WGA and the S and SAG for during the strike. And of course, this is also on the description of our video. We talked last time why we decided to keep doing the show, even though we support 100% all the actors and writers out there. And we also understand the, the other shows that decided not to do anything at the moment, it's all fine. We find all our different ways to support actors and writers out there. Mm -hmm. All right, Oti, if you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars. And today is all about Ahsoka. <laughs> Ahsoka, we don't, I don't know. We need a song for it. Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> is she a master? Will she train Sabine? Who's now for sensitive? And people are going crazy. Once a Jedi, now on the run. <laughs> Always a rebel, once a rebel. But she says she wasn't a Jedi. Why are we singing? And I can't Skywalker. And I can't Skywalker. <laughs> oh, man. We should just do one. Again, I'll talk about Star Trek real quick. Strange New World a few weeks ago did a musical episode. We should do a musical episode here. You play your guitar and I'll sing a weird song. And you'll sing over it. <laughs> should do an intro for Ahsoka. What? <laughs> right, Oti. Ahsoka is coming out in two weeks or less than two weeks, a week and a half. It's been promoted heavily, I would say. There's about two full trailers, a bunch of TV spots, Twitter every week, every couple of days. Star Wars drops a new 20 second clips. Uh, there was one yesterday about like 30 seconds, get to know Ahsoka. Another one. I haven't watched the one where we see Ahsoka and Sabine training i I, okay. I think it was this morning that i saw like pictures of that mm -hmm. and i was like what is this oh <laughs> but i like couldn't find that immediately so i like forgot about it until right now <laughs> oh man it's not like we're doing a show about it which is fine because one of my questions it gets answered by that clip i'm like okay then what am i even doing this show but it's again it's ahsoka training with sabine uh, let's start right there let's start where does this actually no let's just go in order how excited are you for a new Star Wars show? You said you're missing Star Wars. You're ready for new Star Wars. Are you ready for this in two weeks? I am beyond excited for this. <laughs> I'm very, very, very happy it's coming. I'm sad it's still two weeks. I want it to be yeah. this week. But yeah. um, I'm very, very excited for it. Everything that I've seen just continues to hype me up for the show. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm over the moon. Yeah, I've been, you've heard, I said before, I've been up and down with this show. First, I wasn't too into it. The first trailer blew me away. Love everything I saw. I'll be honest, the second trailer, which came out, I think, like two days after our last show or before we went on break, 
didn't captivate me as much as the first one because it was very rebels focused. Let's say it was like we know, and I have to. I understand this is a continuation of rebels. I like that the first epi the first trailer didn't focus so much on that. I don't know what noises you're doing over there. I. I <laughs> That's fine. So then the second trailer, which a lot of people love because we got a lot of Sabine, a lot of her, a lot of Chopper. It's like, that's why, oh man, we're just going back to, to Rebels. I want all the new stuff. But now that closer we're getting to it, like yourself, I'm getting ready and excited for more Star Wars. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek, which I love. But I started like, okay, it's been enough. I need, I need Star Wars back in my life. So I'm excited for what's coming. But where does this show start? We've Talked a little bit before, if this, there might be time changes, is it gonna be flashbacks? Are we starting right after that Rebels finale before the epilogue? Uh, is it gonna be like Obi-Wan that we're just on our main storyline and does flashbacks? Or do you think we start, quote unquote, in the past in the Rebels time period and then jump to this Mandalorian timeline? So I I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, if it were like up to me, it would start like immediately when she and and Ezra split up in the world between worlds. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that would be like a cool place to start. But that's if it was like up to me. Um, I know a lot of people have not watched Rebels. I know a lot of people have not watched Clone Wars, who will be like, "Yeah, this is the girl from Mandalorian." Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think the show will lean more into that. And I think it will maybe start either like in the Jedi episode, like somewhere around the time, or when we see her in Book of Boba Fett with Din, somewhere like around okay. those areas, I think. What do you mean in that rebel scene? You mean right as she's going up down the yeah, down the water mountain, where how she gets out of that planet? That would be Precisely. interesting, but same yeah. thing, it's like people won't know, but. <laughs> Would they even know anyway? Do you think we'll get? And I'm gonna say no. You know, when before Obi Wan started, we got all that kind of recap from the the prequel Ooh. trilogy. Do you think we might get something with Clone Wars and Rebels, or because it's animated, they just want to keep those separate? Which well, a lot of people have complained that every time they do a recap, this is Ahsoka, they don't go back to her in the animated I, series. I will join that complaint because I did watch that video where Rosario yeah. Dawson came out and talked about the, the character. No clips from animation. <laughs> zero clips. And it's weird because it's not Lucasfilm being like, oh yeah, that's from the cartoons because yeah. it's the same guy who made the cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I I could see them doing that at the beginning. I, I love that they did it for Kenobi and it, it was weird oh, because yeah. it's movies which we've watched a billion <laughs> times. Um, you still got so hyped. And that's precisely why. Like, do like a three-minute zizzle reel of, you know, building up to how Ahsoka yeah. got to this point. That would be like, uh, oh, I could get chills out of it. Yeah, it will be interesting. And it will put a lot of those people's kind of calm them down a little bit. Like, okay, they didn't do it in the promo or in the actual shows. I want to say they're not going to do it because it kind of breaks what they've been doing so far. I'm still, I don't know where this show is going to start or how they're going to do these different time periods. Uh, maybe it starts like after Rebels or something and uh, wait, and it just keeps going forward and just meets up with the Mandalorian timeline. Because I keep going back to Sabine, right? We got a, we see a lot of Sabine with the long hair, doing a lot of stuff, and then we see when she cuts her hair in one of the trailers. 
But one of in the one of the trailers or the TV spots, we see that she's fighting Shin, one of these dark side users, when she has long hair. And then she's mm -hmm. fighting her again when she has short hair. So of course they've met up before, how we don't have no idea. Uh, also when she, when Sabina and Ahsoka meet in Lothal, she has long hair, probably cuts it before they leave there, but and also this training, because she's like, oh, you left me, you didn't finish my training, all that conversation. When did this happen? Are we going to see that or is it just going to be a mention and imagine what happened? I I kind of think. and So it, it's very interesting because when you go back and look at Rebels, we don't really see Ahsoka much with the Rebels crew. We see her with yeah. Kanan and uh, Ezra, but we don't see the we don't really see her interact that much with mm -hmm. Hera and yeah. and Sabine. So I think it would be interesting, you know, I think a lot of people are banking on that moment of, you know, um, Ahsoka and Sabine, that the ending of Rebels being mm -hmm. like the beginning of the new adventure. What if yeah. that's like the middle point of the story? Like what, yeah. what if like, I, I think a lot of people think that's like their big meetup again. What if it's it happens like a little bit before and then we have that moment where like okay let's go look for Ezra I don't know yeah I'm similar because again I keep in that Rebels epilogue we have Ahsoka the White uh, Sabine has her short hair she's looking over that rebuild Lothal but here when the ships come in and we see Sabine in that speeder which is a great shot that top top gun shot her on the speeder with the X wing not the it's a new one, a D-wing uh, or whatever it is. E-wing, I don't know. It just looks cool. But this is not the ending to, to Rebels. This happens before then. So they, they, that meeting has to happen. It looks like it happens. So maybe it's like you said, they meet up before. They, for some reason, again, I don't know why there's this training going on. And then they meet up again, like you said, halfway through it. You like think... a, there, there's so much lingering interesting questions like yeah um i'm gonna highlight real quick two things first our friend buck just because he says he's, he's got to drop out Buck, i know you Oti told you you're coming for one of our ahsoka recaps so we gotta get that squared up and dale that i'm not dale sorry brennan that you mentioned before he'll be here for our first recap for the first two episodes but row over at scarvis Scottable podcast as I'm curious how they're going to do their recap stuff to catch casual fans up to the story after a bunch of seasons of Rebels. <sighs> do you I'm, think this is going to be a problem for the normies, the casual fans that don't know Ahsoka just from Book of Boba Fett and Mando? Are they going to be like you say, oh yeah, this is the girl from Mandalorian, let's keep going? No problem whatsoever. Um, I think it's a good point to jump in if I, I mean, go back and watch Clone Wars and Rebels because they are great mm. shows. Um, but I think it's interesting because of what I just mentioned. Like, we don't know anything. Even us, like, diehard Rebels fans, yeah. we don't know anything about the relationship between these three people. And I think it's pretty easy to set up that Sabine... Hera's kind of like a mother figure to Sabine in a way. Yeah. But I, I always get a little bit grumpy when people, like... Get a little bit pretentious because they watch a show that someone else hasn't. Oh, yeah. they don't know that Sabine built this machine that kills Mandalorians and then felt bad about it and got exiled. Like, that's probably not relevant <laughs> to this story. That was relevant yeah. to that story. 
So, so I, I, I don't think it'll be a problem. And also, Ahsoka, I think it's a very interesting moment because we know we're going to deal with, I think there's going to be a little bit of an identity crisis. Um, mm. What is she? What is her role in this uh, world, <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> world? word ah. <laughs> and um so and, and the whole jedi thing for to me is so interesting like well i didn't identify with that institution but that institution is gone maybe yeah. i can help build it like so I, I think it's a good jumping on point yeah it's i understand when people say oh they'll watch this and then they'll say whoa what happened before who's this uh sabine character let me go back and watch rebels and find out I don't know if that actually happens. And talking ex for my experience, I know everyone's different, but in my household, when we're watching something and, oh, who's that? I, oh, she's from this other show. They're like, hey, I don't care. I'm not gonna go watch four seasons on a different show just to, and some people will, but I don't think it's enough to say, oh, people will just go back and watch it. They should, because Rebels is one of the best things out there. But I'll, I'll say maybe like 20% of the people who watch the show that haven't watched Rebels will go back and watch it. Yeah. But I think it's, I don't think it should lean too much on it, even though it is a continuation of Rebels. Most of the people, and I'm sorry to say it, most people follow live action shows and they'll know her from a soap from Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. And that's how it's, it will connect to most of them. So it will be cool. But again, we'll see how it happens. I mean, Filoni it is one that goes crazy with all his stuff. So. It will connect because it's it's not oh. like we're oh we're gonna act like that never <laughs> happened. Um, but so okay, and uh, it better not because but, we're gonna everything. Uh, do you think they're gonna repeat some of the beats of Rebels? Like 100%, Sabine, you 100%. haven't seen. You say you haven't seen that clip of Sabine training with Ahsoka, but we've already seen Sabine train with Kanan how to be a Jedi and use the lightsaber. So we're repeating those those beats. Uh. There is something out about the world between worlds and how it affects Ahsoka that I think is repeating some of the same beats with Ezra in world between worlds. So it's just to get people kind of, okay, this is what kind of happened out there and we're just showing it to you in a different way. Again, because I don't think they expect everyone to have watched it. So I think they'll repeat some of those beats. Like, okay. And Star Wars always does this. Like everyone always acts like surprised, like, oh, we already did that. It's like, <laughs> we already did all of it. We're, we're just <laughs> repeating... New Hope over and over and over and over again. Yeah, the, what is it? Lone Wolf and Cub. It's like every movie, and we still love it. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm getting ready for the backlash. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an interesting one, because like you said before, this is Filoni with his character doing his story. So what are people going to... If there is backlash, it's not like, oh, they don't understand the character. Oh, if they had Filoni doing it, it would make sense. It's This is his story, so... It's going to be interesting to see and, if there is backlash, what do people complain about? And also, I pushing back on the other way, like, I always get a little bit grumpy when people are like, oh, they didn't mention this. Oh, they should have <laughs> said that name. Oh, like, if people walk around saying, like, constantly, look, oh, yes, remember the last time we were together, and that <laughs> happened, and then and tell the entire story of everything. Yeah. That like, that's... I don't know. Uh, it's like, I, I can... Like, in a certain point of view that I'm reading, they sometimes just throw out a name. Like I'll say, Ferrix comes out. It's just because when we went to Ferrix, and like, okay, I know that's the planet of Andor. It doesn't add anything to this, but okay. Maybe don't mention Satine this time, and we'll all be happy. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Eyes rolling eternally. Yes. 
All right, we have people on the chat talking. Uh, okay. Join the chat. Yeah, Tony's saying, I think that Darth Vader slash Anakin angle will be what most of the casual viewers won't really <laughs> understand. I. It's weird because every time I've it happened to me with my dad and my and my fiance they were like oh who is that oh that's uh ahsoka's apprentice ahsoka didn't have uh, uh anakin didn't anakin. have an apprentice like i'm like oh there's this cartoon show i watched <laughs> uh, but i think most people know by now i think they will lean heavily on yeah it, though like i think if there's like one thing they'll be like look at this yeah. it's the anakin <laughs> thing like i'll bet anything I have my Anakin. That's my last question. How Anakin's gonna show up here? Right. Anything else from the chat? Hi, Jack. Ooh, how you doing? So, um, so speaking about Sabine, seems to be like the secondary character in this show so far. She's very heavily shown, and her story. A lot of people are. Where do you fall in that? Is she force sensitive? Is she just training how to use a lightsaber because she's used the dark saber before? She's used a lightsaber when she, I mean, she didn't use a lightsaber apart from the dark saber in that Rebels episode, but uh, Bo Katan uses, uses a lightsaber. So just because someone is training with a lightsaber doesn't mean they're force sensitive. Do you think we're seeing a push that she's going to be? And where do you fall into the, yay, that's cool? to know this doesn't make sense because it hasn't been hinted before. And I'll give you mine afterwards. It's funny because I'm the kind of person who will punch at the <laughs> at the table and be like, anyone can use the force. Like, that's the point of it. Like, it's accessible to everyone. Yeah. And uh, But every time a new person is revealed to be force sensitive, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> why? No. Ooh. <laughs> so I, I, I know it's contradictory. Um, I think they're telegraphing it. I, I can't make up my mind if they're mm -hmm. telegraphing it to like get us ready or to like mislead us to something else. Will be another Finn where everyone thought that Finn was going to be the, the force sensitive Jedi and then he wasn't yeah, until I mean, the end. He's force sensitive though. You know what I mean. He wasn't the Jedi. Mean, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I still think that's like one of the coolest like things ever. Like having Ray be like, Catching oh. the lightsaber and being like, oh, my nope, favorite part of the whole me. the whole movie. It's me. So I don't know where I fall. I I'll say I don't want her to be force sensitive. Uh, like everyone can use the force. The force is in all of us. But to be a Jedi and to be force sensitive in a way that you can exploit it, basically, or use it to your benefit. Exploit. Oh, it you're talking like, like, so. the, like the path. I know. <laughs> the path of the open hand. What did I just say? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> the closed fist. Um, I don't think, and again, to be a Jedi, you got to start from very young. If you start late, you might fall into the dark side. That Darth Bane, the first she Darth doesn't Bane. Have to be, she doesn't have to be a Jedi. Like. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be a Jedi. She might, oh, not she at might all. have, I don't know, 793 midichlorians, and she can do a little bit of force stuff. I think she's just training to use the lightsaber. Maybe... Like I just mentioned, when she fought Sheen Hattie, when she has the long hair, she got beat up. And then she talks to Ahsoka and Ahsoka kind of, hey, you need to kind of karate kid style and needs to train I her a little bit. What if this is like a Dragon Ball thing? It's all in the <laughs> hair. It's like when she has long hair, she's not for sensitive, but then she powers yeah. up, gets short hair, like boom, yeah. like Super Saiyan starts. Sabine. Like, well, Super Saiyan Sabine would be pretty sweet. 
So I think it's just I, a I training thought, montage, basically. Not, nothing would make me check out of Star Wars like more than this. Full <laughs> power like, Oh, this is Super Jedi level five, Sabine, <laughs> because she trained for ten oh, years man. exactly. Well, she has the the training remote. Who be? Oh, see, she knows the Force must be free. The Force must be free. Man, as much as I complain about the pass out the open hand, they've made it swing. Man, I'm seeing that they're making like a Ahsoka Black series that looks exactly like the Book of Boba Fett Ahsoka Black series, and I want it. Like, you know what I, I'm seeing? I, I I'm seeing that we're doing a live show, and you're on your phone shopping for stuff for Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll let. I should have. I was gonna bring my Ahsoka thing. It's back there. I I have an Ahsoka in some box over there. Yeah, it's back there. It's fine. <sighs> All right. Star so- Wars. Let's go to the, let's talk about the villains a little bit if you want. Let's talk about Thrawn. We finally got a look at Thrawn in that second trailer. I think the first one was kind of grainy. How are you liking Thrawn? Just the look right now. We got Matt, uh, Mickelson. I won't say Matt, but you know, Lars Mickelson is back. We all we all wanted him. I'll be honest, it looked weird when I saw him the first time. It just looked like he was painted blue and that was it. I seen another shot, it looks a little bit better. There's the ridges on, on the forehead. But I think it will be, at least for myself, which I'm complaining a little bit about the look, will be like the Grand Inquisitor. He didn't look great on the trailers, he looked great on the show. So I'm banking on that. There's still time to kind of do some touch-ups, but it looked kind of just blue paint over Mikkelsen. I was, I was actually watching Kenobi not long ago, and... I still don't like how he looks, but <laughs> that performance was so good. Oh um, yeah, we were we were talking okay about Thrawn. He looks exactly as I expected a six foot man painted in blue. Looks. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous, um, <laughs> and that's fine. Mm. Like uh, what I was expecting, like some macho dude. Like yeah. oh, yes, I'm Rambo, but blue. Like no. Um, and if we ever get live action Mark and Row, he will probably look ridiculous too. And he's an alien. They can make different things. I mean, and Thrawn Thrawn is an alien. alien. <laughs> but you know, he's like 95% human looking. He's a humanoid. So is Markian, though. Um, yeah, he has the mask. He's like hot or something. I don't know. It's uh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> um, so the occlusion zone. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I like how he looks. I'm way more interested in the performance. And yeah. he already did Thrawn, so <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be great. Yeah. Poor Lars. I was watching. I've been watching The Witcher. Do you watch The Witcher? I, man, I, I liked season one, but I, like, fell off with season two. And then they announced that Henry Cavill was leaving. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to invest time in this. And then my girlfriend was very dissatisfied with the ending of season three. So I'm like, I'm fine <laughs> i'm not i i love the witcher okay. I, can i tell you the plot no it's hot people using magic fighting creatures going to your witcher yeah and cool weird songs so that's that's all i care about but lars mikkelson is there as this mage and he has that yeah. crappiest beard like goatee that is here you go just put that glue that dead rat on your face and you're good to go so he goes from that to just get getting painted painted blue or just CGI blue. So I'm, I feel a little bad for him. Where's the performance, like you said? So I'll get over it. But it's difficult. A lot of people had 
were kind of, ah, how are they going to do this when it was announced that it was going to be live action? Thrawn, I mean, the red eyes, the blue paint. How's it going to look? Because it's a weird look. It's one thing on a comic page or on a book cover to see him in live action. But how much Thrawn do you think we'll get in this season? Will just be walking around saying a couple of uh, cool stuff or will he be prominently shown? No, I don't expect him to be like, that prominent in the show i think he'll show up like once or twice mm-hmm. um maybe three i don't know uh i know for example people like Tony are expecting that everything from his books that hasn't been wrapped up will be wrapped up and addressed mm-hmm. in this story i'm not expecting <laughs> well, <episode> that too <laughs> i'm not expecting that at all like zero like i, I don't expect and I don't expect a reference to Aralani. I don't expect a reference to Eli Vanto. I, I, I don't expect... You imagine if they say Thrawn is there, where's my Skywalker? And people are going to, what the hell? Ah, you <laughs> remind me of Shiri. Was it Shiri? I can't Shiri, remember. I, yeah, Shiri's the... But if you imagine they mention Skywalkers, and it's not Luke, it's not Anakin, it's the way they travel through hyperspace. Bring me a Skywalker. <laughs> and people, oh, And that's hey. Ezra, like, oh! <laughs> well, I, hey, it might... They use Anakin <laughs> once <laughs> as a Skywalker. So if people think, and I'll be there a little, that people are going to be thrown off, not seeing Rebels, People, no one's going to know who the hell Thrawn is if they never read the books, didn't see Rebels, and that's fine. It's a new character, and we're just going to go crazy for him. <sighs> so, Thrawn, same thing. I don't think he'll be too much in it. Um, I'm expecting a season two of this, and of course the movie, and that's uh, where he'll yeah. be prominently shown. Uh, so he'll uh, maybe show up once or twice, and probably a cliffhanger at the end. We'll talk about that later. I- I don't, ex- I don't expect this to have a season two, but I- I'm really thinking that they're just setting up Thrawn for the movie, and that's why we have all these other villains. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the villains now, but Tony... Tony's Sorry, not to- have I-, I know, Tony. I love you, man. Yeah. I miss you. Hey, I'll say he threw you under the bus a couple of times last week, but that's fine. I'll throw him under the bus. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah, I said it. I said the word. <laughs> Sorry, children. It's not like we're getting monetized anyway. <laughs> I know, and now and our now chances. Of, <laughs> now. Uh, so let's talk about the villains. Balon, Skull, right, and Sheen Hattie. Uh, are they ex-Jedi? Are they mercenaries? Are they no, inquisitors with orange lightsabers? Are they just wannabe acolytes? No, he's uh, he's Anakin from another timeline. Because the world between worlds and, and that map thing. And, and, and that, and guy from YouTube, that guy you from YouTube told me it was Anakin from another. <sighs> that guy from YouTube. I'm gonna find him. Um I don't know, I don't know what to expect from them. We see them attacking this Republic cruiser, we see him talking to Ahsoka in this star map or whatever. We see them asking where's Thrawn or what's gonna happen when we find Thrawn. They're with Morgan Elsbeth. So they're basically not working with Thrawn, but they're trying to find Thrawn. Why? I don't know. Why are they, why do they want to find Thronauti? Because I don't see them wanting to bring back the Empire, these two guys, but we don't know enough about them or anything really about them. I don't know, man. Like what's the cool thing about this? We have no idea what's going on. They uh, this is what I love about these kinds of Star Wars trailers. Yeah. Like they show us a lot of things, and here you go, eat the cake. <laughs> but I have no context for it whatsoever. So I have no idea what's happening. Like again, who I love that I don't don't know who these guys are, and, mm-hmm. and the whole Filoni thing, like, oh, those orange lightsabers. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it's it's beyond interesting for me like and and the whole like like if we hadn't seen them seen them like looking for thrawn i would be like oh maybe they're like something obscure from mm. the world between worlds but if they are looking for him then why <sighs> I, I don't i'm just gonna go on a train of thought like i, I don't know what <laughs> yeah i have no idea we have no idea and I guess this Balan guy knew Anakin because in one of the trailers he said, Oh, Anakin spoke highly of you. But I think they said it's on the Star Wars databank, so maybe someone can correct me. I think they're mercenaries now, which is just a random word that can mean anything. But we don't know anything about their backstories. Probably not Jedi, but we don't know. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they play out and why are they not just fighting Ahsoka. I still go to Shin and Sabine having a previous fight. I don't know. Maybe they were there when the space whales took Ezra. And, and, I and like, why Thrawn? Like, right? It doesn't. Like, I don't like they probably heard the word Skywalking and Thrawn and said, oh, he has the power. And where is he? I, I don't think he's no. lost anymore because. No. Uh, Paleon knows where he is, um, <laughs> and he's like part of the new. Yeah, the uh, what was Imperial, it? The, the shadow shadow council. council. Yeah, he was like a part of it. But like, where is he? Why? <laughs> why are people looking for him? And <sighs> so this is what excites excites me about this show, and that's why I say when we get all the rebel stuff, I'm like, okay, that happened already. Give me all this stuff. And I know it's all connected, and I'll, I'll trust Filoni, even though I sometimes don't. I'll trust mm -hmm. him for this. Um, no, I, I, again, if, I don't trust anyone more than him with these characters. I'll give him that pass. So do you still trust your speculation that Inquisitor Maroc is just a fake name for secret Inquisitor Ezra? Or who's Maroc? Is it Barry? Is. is it a brand new character? The eighth brother, people are saying maybe it's him? There is not a reality where that is not Ezra. Okay, you, you're Doubling sticking down. to it. Doubling down. All right, so we're not gonna not. Who do you think it is? Like, I, I, I'll be honest. I'll be a thousand percent. <laughs> I just think it's that Inquisitor that fell in Malakor when. So the eighth brother. Born. Yeah, I think it's him, but it's Ezra. Like, I want it to be Ezra. So it'll be pretty That's cool like, if it's Ezra. I don't be think like it's a very. Ezra. It would be like a very 1990s uh, plot twist, like, oh no, yeah. oh, the mask, oh. It's like the Red Hood in Batman. Oh, precisely, precisely. Why? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the eighth brother because they call him Inquisitor Maroc. Why are they just putting a name now instead of just saying this is the eighth brother? It's not like a big surprise. Oh, it's the eighth brother. Shocker. I, 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 I think mean, it's a new character. I'm going to go with new character. So, I mean, in the databank thing, it said, like, oh, he was once an Inquisitor, but now, so maybe he's like, screw that numbering convention. <laughs> okay. Maybe. This is my name. Like, I mean, the Empire is over. <laughs> and the you can do what you want. The Inquisitorius is over. So, but getting your name as an Inquisitor, your number is a big deal. If you read Rise of the Red Blade, when. Akaris Iscat finally decides to, and this, I'm gonna spoil this now. When she decides to call herself that 13th sister, there's, there's a reason why she finally feels that she's ready to oh, embrace her. her. 
Oh, Andretta, you naive little boy. I'll, <laughs> I'm about to crush your dreams. I'll okay. bet you anything in my apartment that Feloni has not read that book <laughs> and does not care about that. <laughs> I'm going to call him and I, then I'm going to... You read. better read it, Dave. You haven't read Iskara Carrie's stories when she fell to the dark side because the Emperor, the, when Order 66 came and they were going to kill her and she said, you know what? I ain't going to die for this Jedi. You're going to promise me freedom to me for me to check my past? Yes. And that's then how I'll be spoiled the book without warning whatsoever. I say it was going to be spoilers. Yeah. And it's been out for like a, two months now. No, it hasn't. It's been out for like three weeks. Feels like two months. <laughs> <laughs> you read it a while. <laughs> it came up. Yeah, we're digressing. Um, Barry's Offie. People still think she's coming back. She has a lot of unfinished business with Ahsoka. I don't want her to. Yeah, people thought that she was redeemed and she saved Grogu. No. <laughs> people, you don't remember? People think said that was her. Because in that flashback, some of the oh, things there on the was walls. a marking on the wall that's <laughs> yeah. similar to her. Okay. Um, could she be this inquisitor? I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't know. I, I don't, again, just forget about oh, Barry. She's she left. She's done. We don't need everyone's story from beginning to end. I hmm. I hope we get some resolution on that because dave has teased it like oh interesting oh yeah that's that's uh, I, isn't I that plans. his answer to everything I I have, interesting, uh, interesting interesting uh i have a plan for that uh, he has a plan for everything <laughs> he he really is the heir apparent to george lucas <laughs> um but i mean she's i really like barisofi um so i would like her to show up like if it's revealed that that inquisitor is barris I won't like I roll at all. Mm -hmm. No, it makes I don't want to say makes sense, but it's one of those characters. If it's a new character, I think it's, there's a high probability that it's her. I have a question. What if the show begins with the battle in Mal Malachor mm -hmm. and that Inquisitor falling and the mask is like shattered and it is Barazafi mm -hmm. and she's seeing Ahsoka up there and she's like, uh you also, but I also kind of always think like people are like, oh, she's gonna get her revenge on Ahsoka. <laughs> it's like the one who framed Ahsoka was Barris. Like Ahsoka did nothing yeah. wrong to Barris. It's <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with her. Oh, she'll come back and get that. Oh, Ahsoka, like, why didn't you what? Oh, like <laughs> you framed me? I was like, it wasn't me. And yeah, she might just come to apologize. Hey, I'm sorry that they blamed you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's what's gonna happen. Like they're gonna meet up, and he's like, "I'm ready to fight." He's like, "I, I don't want to fight." I was like, "Oh, you're an inquisitor." Like, no, wait, it's me. It's Paris. I'm it's sorry. Me. I'm, Here, I'm apologizing. Twenty years I, of baggage. I only have a red lightsaber, and I know to, <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Yeah. It's spinning uncontrollably. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> uh, so we said that Thrawn might not show up that much. Let's talk about the other one that's with him, Ezra. We only seen the little hologram of him. I don't think we'll get too much of Ezra, even less than Throne, I think. We'll have that I, little thing. We'll get maybe one or two scenes close to the end. I don't think we're getting that much of Ezra. I disagree. I think okay. we're going to see Ezra earlier than we think. Okay. Interesting. I think, I think it'll be kind of like a 
like a Mando season three thing. Like we're oh the baptism, we're gonna oh, yeah episode two. It's over. It's over. Then what is the season about? Yeah, I think we're gonna get something like that. Okay, I mean, I'll I'll take that. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I'll take it. It'll be cool to see so, where Ezra is. If not, do you think Ezra then will be like the main character of the movie? Nah, I don't think Ezra. Will. Then uh. that's exactly why I think he'll be like prominent on this. Well, he might. I don't think they. I don't. Uh, again, I don't have enough knowledge of this series to say that he's gonna be saved by the end of this series. You think he'll die? No, no, no. But he might still be withdrawn by the time we get to the movie. I don't know. They save him right now. But that that for me is weird because that would going into a Star Wars movie in the theater with that threat lingering, like, oh, we gotta save Ezra. That I think that has a potential to confuse people mm -hmm. in quotation marks because unless the show is like, let's catch everyone up on the cartoons <laughs> and yeah. set you up for the movie, which I don't think it'll be. Um, I don't really see them going into a movie with that plot point lingering. With that All being right. like one of the big plot points. I don't know. We'll see. I just had we'll, that thought now. We'll I don't see. think... I don't, I don't know. I don't see him being that prominent in the show. I hope I'm wrong. We see the Purgles. Maybe they find a way to go find him quickly. But I'm not sure. I mean, but do we expect him like 20 years later to still be with the Purgles? <laughs> I know it's not 20 years, it's like 10. Still, do you think he's gone from Throne? He's not with Throne anymore? He's somewhere else? I think else? they're together. I think they're together. Okay. I mean, he's like, no, man, that kid like fell off the ship. I don't have no... I've been looking for him, <laughs> too. You can help jumped out. out the window. Um, so speaking about um, catching my, everyone just, up... Just, just a, a quick comment. Yeah. I, I saw someone the other day commenting at me like, oh, I just saw a plot point... Uh, uh, like a blooper in the Rebels finale. I'm like, what? Oh, they go into hyperspace, but the windows are all broken. So that can't be because then they'll fly out. I'm like, Star Wars physics works however the script needs it to, to work. Like, Dude, if, you, if you're putting science and physics into Star Wars, you're doing Star Wars wrong. Oh, look no? who's here, Alberto. Who's here? Alti? Roberto Venegas. Ooh, Roberto Venegas. I miss you, man. I hope you're doing well. I know. Hope. Robert is fine. I see right now. There's I finally mounted. It's not how you say it. Anyway, I finally put your painting up. Let me see if I can just. Uh, there it is. Who's that? The throne. Throne. He, he sent me one that I have uh, somewhere, but I, somewhere I don't have there. enough space to put it up. That's the one. You said I'll take every, anything from your places. I can't remember what you said. I'll take that one from okay. you. Okay. Okay. Uh, most important question is whether or not we'll get a helicopter lightsaber move. And I think we will. I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. Finally. We need to finally get it. It's they need to do it. Oh, they ruined my childhood. <sighs> what was I going to ask? Oh, so we know this is leading it up to the movie. Thrawn, Ahsoka. Um... What's his face? Ezra. What's Everything's going to connect. Do you expect anyone from the Mandoverse to show up in Ahsoka? Oh. Either Din Djarin, Boba Fett, Bo-Katan. Do you expect any of them to show up in this show? Oh, Alberto. We're so getting that. Ahsoka Tano. I am Din Djarin. I am <laughs> I <guess>. to... <laughs> you think it's showing up? I'm going to say no, but okay. I'm going to say no, because this is like Dave's story, so he'll, <laughs> I don't think he'll let Din hijack it, but 
I'm not like that confident that he's not showing up. Oh, could, oh, 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 I'm having thoughts. Like, I, I really want this to leave us on a cliffhanger that will be wrapped up in the movie. Um, so what if it's like that you watch across the Spider Verse? No. I was thinking of an ending very similar to that one. Okay. That would just be like. <laughs> I don't think he's showing up. I think the way, and again, depends. All these trailers and promotion don't seem to point where he can kind of fit. I still think we're getting this show. We'll get Mando season four, whatever that looks like. And then we'll get the movie. I don't think we're going from Ahsoka straight to the movie. I think there'll be another one in the middle. And in that one, maybe Ahsoka shows up and everything starts getting to coming together to then go to the movie. Plus, of course, we got Skeleton Crew in the, in the way. But very, I don't think that Din Djarin is showing up in this show. And I'm I don't very want. I'm very curious on why they haven't addressed this on what's happening first. I wonder if they even know. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, right sure. now, it's everything's up in the air. I mean, but... <laughs> Like nothing has really changed. Like the I mean, only the, thing yeah. that I mean, the strike is going on, but it, it just pushed everything back like mm -hmm. three months. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I I want some clarity on that. Something that's never clear, and we have no clarity on it. It's the world between worlds and how it works. Mm -hmm. We did a show about it. Do you think the world between world is gonna come into play? And I not just a mention, like they go into the world between worlds and change something. No, I don't I don't think it'll be like that deep in it. I think if anything we'll get mentions of it. Maybe it's even kind of a MacGuffin. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, the bad guys want it or something. Yeah. Um, but just muddies the water so much. Yeah, maybe that's what Balan wants. From Thrawn. Yeah. He thinks that Thrawn knows how to get to it. I really don't want it. Yeah, mention of it. People wanted to get there. Don't bring it into this. Don't it's, it, <sighs> it's like the big elephant in the room. Yeah. What are they gonna do with this? And I kind of think it's something you should address. But just be careful, Dave. Please be careful. <laughs> Again, we said on that show, if someone's gonna bring it and know what to do with it, it's Dave because he created it. But I really don't want it. What's Roberto Allen? The less we get with the world between world, the better. Um, fear it, it will get overused. Yeah, I, I again I trust Dave Filoni with it. I just don't want the the scores around it. Yeah, I don't want it. Hopefully not. Oh, I'll say no. A hesitant no. They'll be there. All right, let's start wrapping up a little bit. Jason Sindula, people are saying that they saw, saw him in the co-pilot seat on one of the TV spots. He's there with the little Hera. Hand. The, there was a little hand one. I think it was the back of the head that I saw. No, it, it, in last year's celebration, they had like a teaser, and I okay. saw it on the potato cam, and we see a little hand. How is he just in one scene, just, hey, remember when Hera had a child? Remember when I had green the... hair and dyed it brown? <laughs> And uh, half of his ears were green for some reason. But here's a Lego. I think he's there for one scene and that's it. He'll get dropped off in Yavin or somewhere. I mean, maybe he's he's just in every scene Hera's in. Like, and, just uh, there, uh, just hanging. Yeah, like, it's 
I mean, it's her kid. Like, why would she leave him? Like, oh, stay here, kid. Like, because there's a, okay when she's addressing Mon Mothman, the whole New Republic. Yeah, there's a so, war coming. He's mom. I want my snackies. He, I mean, he's like ten years old, Alberto. Like, come down. I get a ten-year-old. That's what they do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you can just I, leave him. I, I think highly of ten-year-olds. Serious <laughs> people. Ugh, okay. Have that thought for when you get there. Um, speak uh, for Jason. He'll be there. I don't. He won't play a big part in this, but he'll show up. No, no, no. He. I don't think he'll be like uh, uh, one of them. I don't know. We'll see. No, we'll no. See. How much will the no? How much politics do you think are gonna play into this? It's gonna be like serious politics. I don't mean like hundred percent like Andor, but we see Mon Mothma there. The um, I forgot the name of uh, Siono is there. I don't a bunch think, of people. I, and, I don't think a lot. Of, I don't think Mon Mothma will be in it that much. Honestly. So you think just that one scene of Hera talking to them about yeah, I think issues probably. out there? Okay. I think so. I hope it's a little bit more, but I don't know. Also, but again, it's they're, playing. it's they're doing a lot, and it's still the Ahsoka show. So how does Mon Mothma factor into it? I, again, I think that's a movie thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think we'll be getting the war between world at which we wouldn't. But Dave is gonna Dave. How do I blow milk, Mama? And we're I think we're on the same page. Um, I had something and I forgot talking about the politics. This I mean, you said we were wrapping up, and we haven't talked about two big Skywalker elephants in the room. All right. I was going to talk about Kanan first, but... Well, let's talk about Kanan, then. Like, You don't want to talk about Kanan when I jump into Skywalkers? What are we going to... He's dead! So, dude, we, we're speculating. Is there going to be a Force Ghost Kanan, a flashback Kanan? Kanan shows up to Ahsoka recast because... Freddie Prince wants nothing to do with Star Wars. He, he wants to have sex in Star Trek. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't think we'll get uh, Kanan. We'll get a mention, but oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. But, All right, so let's talk about Skywalkers. Anakin is a shoo-in. We know he's going to be there. Force uh, Ghost or Flashback? Which one do you prefer? Force Ghost. Force Ghost. I prefer Flashback. Okay. Why? Because I don't want... The scene let's, that no, let's push the story forward. God damn it! <laughs> I know I'm not a fan of Snips and Sky Guy. I mention every time. Oh, no, about... you want to go to when they were Snips and Sky Guy? Yes, because uh, I don't know. You just want to complain. You just want to say, basically, like, oh, they did it. They did. They what did it. Like. I told you. Damn it! I don't. I, I don't but it makes sense. Good. It makes sense that he shows up as a force ghost to talk to Ahsoka. Even more with that, oh, Anakin spoke highly of you. Like, mm -hmm. like maybe she's like, who the hell is this guy? And why were you talking about me about me with him? <laughs> it can because I understand that trailers are cut however they want, but she replies with, I don't want to focus on my past or I don't want to talk about my past. And then two episodes later, Anakin's there to talk about their past and try to patch things up or something. I mean, but that's like a Star Wars thing. I don't want this. And yeah, sometimes yeah. destiny is not what you want. You think she'll need that? Like Luke needed Yoda at the end of uh, The Last Jedi to kind of bring him out of his funk? You think we might be in that situation that I can show so when she needs someone? I, I, I don't think she'll need it, need it. But 
I think that's one of the that's like Anakin's one of Anakin's most personal relationships, and it's weird because it's like mm-hmm. it was like retroactively put in, but it's become yeah. such a huge part of Star Wars now and and the fandom that I I think they kind of have to address it. I think it's kind of like the whole I, we know more about the relationship of Ahsoka and Anakin that we know about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. And we were like, oh, he better show up. Like, he better be there. Yeah. I mean, all right. I love Anakin. So it makes sense. I'll be happy to see him. It's just a little sentence that's going to drop me out of it. I'll, I'll pick me what? back up. I, again, I've never liked the oh sky guy. Oh, you're just a snip, so I'm gonna call you snip. Yay! I never liked it from the movie, and it kept going. I was like, you're like 40 now. You don't need to call each other that. What is gonna happen? What, what makes you think that's gonna happen? Because <sighs> it's gonna happen. I think it's something that most fans expect. It's something that most fans of that relationship really enjoy. Is that banter between the two of them? It's just a nickname that never clicked with me. I mean, for either Ahsoka, of them. Ahsoka's like in a very different point in her life. I don't see her like turning into 15-year-old Ahsoka, you know. That, I mean, I don't mean that she's gonna be this br- wide-eyed Keep kid. Her <laughs> yeah, but it might be you just see her from I, the background. I, I, I snips Im- and then I, she I can turns imagine, up. I can imagine a scene like in a fireplace, like she being like turned around and hearing like hey snips, and then she being like sky guy. Like, you have a lot of explaining to do. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, Han Solo showing up to Ben Solo in Rise of Skywalker. He just hears, uh, hey, kid, and you knew at that point. So I think it would be something like that. Uh, It was pretty, so. It was, and it broke me. I I cried there. I still get emotional when that happened. (sighs) All right, so you said two Skywalkers. What, do you think Luke is showing up also? CGI Luke, kill me. I, I honestly don't mind it. Like, I... I just want to take everyone back to when we first saw like the first version of that, and everyone freaked out like, "Oh my god, yeah. what is this?" And now everyone's like, "That never looked good." Like, <laughs> oh no, I, I, I know, I, I, I hated it. Like, I never really liked it. I, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Like, <laughs> okay, like yeah. if he's gonna show up, like I'm not sure. Um, I wouldn't hate it if he does. Um, but I'm fine if he doesn't. Yeah. I, I'm 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 still a firm believer that the whole Luke and Ahsoka meeting is just like too big a moment for Star Wars for for us to see mm. happen. Yeah. So you think? Okay, you're talking about maybe this being their first meeting. If this happens before Book of Boba Fett, I don't think we'll see that. No, and no, I think... I, 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 that's what what I'm leaning. I think it's too big a moment. Yeah. At, he'll just take over the show. Luke is one of those he characters sucks that he shows out up. Everything. Yeah, so we don't it's need like, him. It's like he's the main character of the whole thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe he is. Remember when we were talking about Mandalorian and those petroleum guys showed up and kicked everyone's butt? And I'm like, in the movie, that's when Luke is going to show up and help out. And no. Ah, the petroleum so, guards, <laughs> they were so lovely. They give us and they take us. So if Luke is coming, he'll be in the movie because that's when you need him in this big movie to bring everyone back. I don't think you need him now. Hopefully he doesn't show up. All right, so you say that you don't think there's going to be season two. Um, I don't know. It depends. I don't 
Would, would the movie know. there? I don't think so, right? With the movie coming, being probably a continuation of this, I don't think it will, will have a season two. At least not before the movie comes out. I still kind of think, I still kind of think this is gonna lead us into the movie. Honestly, like I, I, I don't think Mando Four is coming before the. Okay. All right, Alti. Anything we? Oh, one last need? thing. Tamura Morrison. Will he oh, okay, up? Captain Rex. I hope so. I really hope so. Okay, I'll give it to him. I love the relationship, honestly. Yes. You're just a grumpy old man. I like, Dude, oh. Rex, I keep saying Rex is my favorite clone. I just keep, at some point, you're too old for this. I'm getting oh, too he, old for this. Uh, what if we get like senile Rex? <laughs> oh, this thing yeah. shows up with his armor ready to fight. It's like, just hang it up. Thanks, but you do more harm than good. Just what? say your goodbyes. The people are with me. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe we should have Tony back instead of you next time. Call him. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> um, all right. So let's wrap up. We'll still have a little bit more Ahsoka to talk about. I just made this up. But it will be on our other segment that we call... Where is it? Because I forgot everything. Rebel thoughts. Well there done. We You're a rebel now. We're all rebels. All right. So our friend Brennan, he sent out. So yes, what are people excited for in Ahsoka? Brennan at Brennan Mystical said it would be really interesting to see Thrawn in Pelion and Pelion working together like they did in the old Legends novel. This goes a little back to what you said Tony wants. Every, anything that has happened with Thrawn to kind of be wrapped up. Paleon showed up in Mando season four, season three, whatever it was. How uh, much of an impact will Paleon and the Shadow Council have? I, I, hmm. I think it depends on how much Thrawn shows up. Um, I think we might get him maybe in. I, again, I don't think Thrawn is going to be in it that much. I think mm -hmm. that's all going to lead us to the movie. Um, but if Thrawn shows up, I, maybe he'll be like there for one scene. Um, I do expect that for the movie, Palian will be a prominent figure. Uh, it's interesting because I say I, I don't expect Filoni to tie directly into the Thrawn books, mm -hmm. but I do see him taking more from the Legends books, from Heir to the Empire, that, that trilogy. So we've seen... What's his name? Aman Esfandi, I think the, the actor playing Ezra. He keeps posting pictures of Dark Force Rising and all the old mm. Thrawn books. Uh, called it. <laughs> yeah. So it might be interesting more for the movie, but do you think yeah, we're getting I, more cheese? Are we going to the cheese ascendancy and getting not more in the, cheese? Not, not in this show, no. Okay. Zero. I, I, I just, again, I, 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 I feel like I'm always saying these things. Like, And I'm the grumpy one. This is the Ahsoka show. Not the Ahsoka and Thrawn and the Shis Ascendancy and it's the sequel show. And, and the sequel to Rebels and the sequel to uh, Thrawn, Treason, and uh, I, I don't think it's this. It's the Ahsoka show. All right. We'll see. All right. I just see people with too many expectations going into it. Like... In Star Wars, you are nuts. All right, so Tony at Figueroa93 says, Ahsoka having a one-sided conversation with Morai or Morai answers. <laughs> I kind of 
think of this like when I'm talking to my dog and something like, <laughs> what if she answers like, hey, want to go pee pee? See, sí. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching some old SNL shorts on YouTube, and there's one they this dog translator, and the dog is just a racist Trump supporter, and just talking <laughs> I remember, about... I remember this. <laughs> That's supposed to be one of those. Long live the empire! And I saw it's like, whoa. <laughs> oh, Mora, you're such a beacon of the light side. <laughs> I love that thing. I don't know. We'll be Mora will be there. She has to. Oh, I don't know it, if she'll, it, it she'll be. be talking to I just hope she's just like, I kind of hope it's like how they did it in Mando, where she's like, if you look closely, she's there. Like, yeah. let's not have her like front and center. Like, just like, find the Morai in the, in the frame. Just an episode. Like the Simpsons when Homer is that goes chilling and he's following this coyote. They'll be her just trying to find Mora. Yeah. All right, Oti. We kind of finished with our Star Wars talk. You want to do a quick wall between fandoms talk? Maybe let's do a quick one. Yeah, I got. I added something to the intro. I want you to see. I don't. It's nothing. Wall between fandoms. <laughs> the Enterprise. You had to see the Enterprise. Because I had to put it. Ah. So let's talk real quick, very quickly. Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. I, I watched Oppenheimer. I haven't watched Barbie yet. My wife wants to see it. She's not a big fan of going to a movie theater, so we'll watch it when it's available on demand or whatever. You saw Barbie. You enjoyed Barbie. Real quick, your thoughts on the movie. I, I loved it. It, it. I I Okay, no, I didn't love it. I really liked it. I know a <laughs> lot of people are like, this movie changes. Yeah. I don't think this movie changes everything. I felt myself constantly throughout the whole movie being like who the hell greenlit this like <laughs> who read the script and said you know what Gerard Gerwig here's a hundred million dollars go make your movie <laughs> because it's like the least studio vision yeah. thing they could have made um there's just like one story beat that I think it was like the studio like ah put it there um <laughs> but I'm shocked that the movie got made, honestly. All right. Um, and in a good way. It's very funny. It has a ton of heart. It has to say, a, it has a lot to say. Um, and a lot of people are clinging to specific things, specifically mm. specific groups. Yeah. Um, but I think the movie pushes back on, on a lot of different things. And it's funny that in a Barbie movie, uh, patriarchy is kind of a character. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've heard. It, and it's like as important as Ken and Barbie in the movie, which again continues to shock me. But again, I'm happy that we're getting these kinds of movies that, yes, it's an IP, but it's still a creator coming in and just riffing on, on the whole thing and getting a chance to tell the story she wants to tell. And also, the movie looks awesome. Like, yeah. that's the kind of set I would have loved to go and visit because <laughs> the houses the cars yeah it's all very very fun i i really liked it all right i said before i wasn't i'm not the target audience for it. It's nothing against it i'll watch it when it's here i wasn't gonna spend 50 dollars between <laughs> popcorn and tickets and all this stuff so i wasn't gonna go to it but how much money it's made um all the reviews or most of the reviews are extremely positive for different things so I, I want to see it to see what the the big deal around it was. Yeah, 
And it will be interesting. I've seen some people not push back, but a lot of it's, oh, the way that you said talks about the patriarchy and all that. And some people saying not right-wingers that have just gone nuts about it, but saying it doesn't need to always be men, yeah, women it, against men where they want to be the main uh, that's the kind of thing that makes me a little bit grumpy because the movie addresses like the whole of it. Yeah, I, I do think they kind of fumbled their message at the end of it, but still, like, um, uh, it's very heavy hand. It's not subtle in any way. <laughs> but there's a lot of people like I didn't need that message. I know it. I treat women with respect. Like, okay, cool, <laughs> but it's then it's not for you, and that's yeah. fine. Like, and. You know, there's a very specific moment in the movie where something is said and a lot of people are like, oh, you see, it's so heavy handed. And mm. but a lot of people cheered and clapped. Yeah. And again, not everything has to be the Avengers coming out and people <laughs> losing their minds. People can lose their minds over yeah. other things. Like, it's fine. About Samwise Gamgee telling Frodo, I made a promise, Mr. Frodo. Don't you live in Samwise Gamgee? And I don't mean to. All right, so I'm going to be, it'll be interesting to see how it plays in my house. Between me, my wife, 13-year-old daughter, 10-year-old son, see how it plays there. I don't know how your kids, it's a very adult movie. Dude, not, in a, not in a sex or that kind of, the messaging. Like, I, I, I kind of feel like parents, like, I, I think of parents taking their kids to that movie and then their kids leaving bummed. <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> What is patriarchy? Yeah, we are very open with our kids with things like that. And if they have questions, we answer them. We don't say you're too young for this. So again, we do it in a way that they'll understand. So, And that's one of the good things of watching it at home is that we can explain. So again, we'll see. And you'll, oh. and people will say, we're about, you know what movie we saw yesterday for the first time? Cocaine Bear. And you know who oh, wanted to watch it? Did you <laughs> My like daughter. It? My daughter wanted to watch it. We rented because she wanted to watch it. And we had a good time. <laughs> it's I nuts. It's, it's still one of my favorites this year. <laughs> it's just crazy. Alden Ehrenreich is oh, amazing great. in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that bear falls on top of him. Uh, all right. So Oppenheimer. Love Oppenheimer. Oh, Roberto's got to go. Roberto, thanks for joining us. We got to get you back here. Maybe for an Ahsoka review or something. We need to get you in. Yep. Oppenheimer, Oti. Loved it. Liked it. Three hours of too much science and math. You you get a shirt, so I'm sure you loved it. I I'm pretty sure it's one of the best movies I have ever seen. I, okay. I have no doubt in my mind. <laughs> um, I have very little complaints. I think the biggest complaint about it was taken like out of it when I left the theater because it, it's kind of that last hour. Yeah, I, the movie had the, the first, those first two hours are so laser fo focused on what the movie is, and then that last hour, I think that for forty five minutes of it, I was like, Wait, why, "Why is this still going on? Where yeah. are we going?" But I think that by the end, they managed to wrap it up in a way that we're that we're like, "Oh, okay, this is why we had to have this." Yeah. Um, so another great performance, but by Alden Ehrenreich in that a one, phenomenal performance by Alden Ehrenreich, and the guy that plays Bernard in the Santa Claus movies. <laughs> Um, but again, it's, it's a masterpiece. Like it, I think it's, I don't think it's my, no, my favorite Nolan movie, 
but I think it's his best movie. Like, I saw a lot of tweets of people being like, oh, he's been training for this. And I was like, okay, let's see. But no, I kind of think he was. Yeah. It's, but if anyone hasn't watched it, like, yeah, believe the hype. It's that yeah. good. <laughs> As a technical movie, I'm talking about movie making. It's one of the best movie type, movies I've seen. I can't knock anything about it. The acting is acting was insane. great. Cinematography, the music, and some points was a little too loud that you couldn't hear when they were talking. Very little spots, but it, it might be the theater also. No, it's not the theater. Christopher Nolan has done this in every movie since The Dark Knight Rises, and it bucks the hell out of me. And in this movie specifically, it's very annoying yeah. because they're throwing out terms and concepts like you know what they are and you know the music is muddying it all up and you're like what did the last line of the movie alberto the last yeah. which it's like the crescendo mm -hmm. that everything yeah. goes to i couldn't hear it like <laughs> yeah when everyone started standing up i looked at my fiance i was like what did is he it say? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but in other parts when he's after they i think after they use the actual bombs and he's walking into this place to talk to everyone and everyone's stomping on the on their benches or whatever and he's thinking about the bomb exploding all that that part was the sound design there was great but i'll say it took me a little bit to get into it because mm -hmm. all the like three different time periods and i wasn't sure the first 40 minutes oh what's happening when when is this this is black and white but this is after what's in color what's so it took me oh okay i get it now so it took, I gotta watch it again, knowing what all the time periods are. To probably love it as much as everyone else, I'll probably give it like an eight point seven or nine. And if, when I watch it again, maybe it'll go up because I I'm settled on where everything's going. It was a little bit jarring at first. That not interrogation. It's not a uh, the deposition. The... Yeah, the deposition. The... It's kind of weird because it starts with the deposition, I think. It's like, uh, I don't know what's going on. Then it goes to the black and white with Robert Downey Jr. And then we have the creation of the bomb and all that. So it took a while to get into it. That's my uh, only complaint when I watched it that first time. I I think I got like onto it like very quickly, like maybe 20 minutes into it. But I, I do agree. That was like one of my few complaints. Like at the beginning, it, again, it's a Christopher Nolan thing. Like the yeah. jumping around is very confusing. Mm -hmm. I think it does take a while for you to understand, you know, the patterns and how to mm -hmm. follow it. But once you do, I think it flows pretty yeah. well. Like when we're jumping, oh, here we go. Like, yeah, it's it fine. It's like, I love Tenant. Do I know what's going on every, every time? I don't know. No, but it's a very entertaining <laughs> I, movie. I, I still think Tenant is his most underrated movie. I love that movie, but you gotta forget about what's going on. Don't try a, to understand. There are a lot of his movies that are underrated because people don't talk about them, but I think like people bash Tenet, and I think it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So, final to end with War Between Fandoms, I put that little star, Starship Enterprise there Ooh. in the beginning of War Between Fandoms. We're gonna talk real quick about the season finale, season two finale of War Between. Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I uh, I don't know if I want to do spoilers because it just happened a couple of days ago. Dude, you gotta go watch it. You gotta watch Strange New Worlds. Only two seasons. You don't need to know that much about Star Trek. If you know who Kirk is, who Spock is, and Uhura, you're fine. And they're not even main characters. I know who Pike is. But... But you know Pike. That's all. You don't need to know the whole history. Don't worry about that... it. Just go fresh. Yeah, the thing is, it's hard because Paramount Plus is not available in Puerto Rico. Okay. 
yeah. and they blocked the whole VPN thing. But I, I did see that you could get it through Amazon, so I'll maybe try that. And um, season one, I watch it on YouTube. They put the first full season oh, really? on YouTube, and you can. That's where I watch it. I said I gotta, oh. I gotta get Paramount Plus just because because I fell in love with it. So okay. check if it's still there. Yeah, I want to say that they put season two, at least some episodes. I saw them also on YouTube. With Star Trek, I love like that new trilogy. Yeah, I, I haven't. I'm not a huge fan of everything that came before. Um, I tried watching Next Generation during the pandemic. Yeah, it was just like too dated for me. Like, oh, Q is this menace? And I was like, really? That guy? Okay. Q is the best. And he shows <laughs> up in season two of Picard, and he it's season two or season three? I can't even remember now. Season two, and I love him. I got teary-eyed about two eighty or ninety-year-old people. I saw, I, I, I saw your thing. I saw it was great. <laughs> but Strange New World—that's my thing. And this again, you don't need to know that much about Star Trek. It's very episodic. So don't expect everything to connect every season. John DeLancey. Yeah, the actor. Very episodic. There's things happening in the background that comes. It's very similar to Mandalorian season three that people were complaining, well, what's going on? This doesn't have to do with this. And there's a mention of this. It's very similar. Okay. So if you like episodic television with a big cast, so like six or seven, not main, Pike is the main character. This episode that he doesn't show up, basically, and we don't care because we that cast is so good and their own stories, their own arc are very entertaining. But the okay. season two finale, I think, knocked it out of the park. It was a freaking cliffhanger, which I hate because I'm going to have to wait like two years for season three to come out. But they knocked it out of the park with the Gorn, which is the big bad for this show. It's a weird alien species. And everything Spock, I love Spock in this show. Everyone that cast Spock has been great. Of course, Leonard Nimoy and whatever, I forgot his name from the J.J. Abrams movie did a good Spock. And now mm. Peck does a great Spock also. Cool. But nothing but highlights for me for Strange New Worlds. And this is a show that doesn't take itself seriously. And like I said, they do a musical episode. Uh, the week before that, it was very heavy PTSD and war, kind of not being able to get past all the horrors of war and then follow with a musical episode that it makes sense. And then with this finale, even though it's very different genres, it makes sense for this show. It doesn't take itself seriously. And if you can get through that, you'll definitely enjoy it. And okay. I can't cool. wait for this. Cool. All right. So with that, we call it quits for... Our episode today, Oti, again, great having you back. Thanks for back. joining us again here on Radio Rebellion. And everyone on the chat that was here today, again, great. Thanks for seeing a lot of new people that we haven't seen in a while. Mo, Tony, of course, uh, Blue Milk Mama, Roberto. And I saw someone I didn't, we didn't highlight a new person that showed. Let me see if I can find their comment. Scarif, of course, thanks for being here. Buck. Uh, Dale, Brennan, and I can't find. I saw a comment from a new person. If you're still here, really? thanks for joining us. I'm trying to find it. Oh, where is it? Here we go. Oh. Mr. Spaltz or some Mr. Spass World. Flash Girls. I think we talk about Force Girls at the moment, but thanks to everyone for being here. If you're still in the chat. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Make sure that you had clicked that like button and whatever. Oti. Haven't hasn't been 
It's sorry. Let me say that again. It's been a long time since we've seen <laughs> you. So where can people find you? You can find me over at Instagram, Twitter, and Threads at EP Star Wars. You don't want a blue sky invite code? I got like five now, and no one wants them. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Come to blue sky. We need more I'm, people. I'm fine. Come All to right, Threads. Radio... <laughs> I I uh, maybe. Radio Rebel Pod on everywhere except Threads, and next week. At some point next week, I have my spoiler review of, from a certain point of view, Revenge of the Return of the Jedi, and then I'll start reading Tales of Light and Life, which comes out September 5th, which is right around the corner, and Ahsoka's coming in a few weeks. Next week, probably do a spoiler-free review of from a certain point of view here on the show. So we'll see how that goes. For Oti, for myself, thank you everyone. Stay safe. Be safe. May the Force be with you.